back. New day, new time slot. Well, really, it's our form. When we first started LBR, we used to be on Sundays. But welcome back. Let's real podcast. What did it do, fellas? What up? What up, man? Hey, man. Long time no see, I think, for me, man. Been coaching <laughs> football, of all the things, man, on Saturday. So I apologize. But Sunday, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> and my man yep. said he benched his son, man. What kind of father are you? Oh, the one that's gonna get in his ass. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> he got many posts. My man is bitching his son, bro. Yeah. Of he tried to win. Yeah. <laughs> I get it, but that's an interesting conversation in the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I told him. oh, so the moment I, I put him on the sidelines, I wasn't the first one to say something to him. His mother said something to him. Because mm. his mother know, oh, you was playing like ass. That's why. <laughs> That's why. Get your ass on the bench. You're just playing offense right now. I can't have you getting beat on the skinny post like that again. Y'all feel that? Hey, man. Teach them young. Get on them young. But it's all what y'all know. Man, follow us at LBR underscore media on TikTok, IG, Facebook, and most importantly, Twitter, as we are live on YouTube and Twitter. Also, subscribe and listen on YouTube and Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, etc. You name it for the audio platforms. And on Twitter, we're actually on the my uh, Twitter page at W-Y-D-A-O-N-E underscore P-Shark. And without further ado, let's get you started. Let's be real. All right. What's on with the crew, man? Tell fan. It's really Sheedy from Three Hardaway. If y'all catch caught Three Hardaway earlier with those two and Savage. Of course, they talked to all NBA talk. So we're gonna get to a little bit NBA talk as well on this show and hey, try Shark. and separate. Yeah. I think I think on behalf of me and Sheedy, we definitely would have better hosts. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh, let's be honest here <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely with the better hoes just want to throw that <laughs> <laughs> we about to start dead man. Well, a, a fan that don't turn on his team that's what you said i love, oh, love you savage and speaking of the comments got a comment my guy mike Patton, to an alc south check out the podcast if you haven't it's good, fellas. Just woke up from a nap. I just went it to me against well. winning today against me. Yeah, get well soon, man. Get well hey, soon. That, the most underrated thing is the three-letter word in adult life. N-A-P. Nap. Okay? Underrated. <laughs> and right before we start the first segment, we got our fourth. Uh, hey, y'all. I got the suit and tie on. <laughs> this man came and looking like a man in black. Yeah, <laughs> man, black, man, black on TV right now too. Oh, that's because <laughs> on TNT. I'm, look, man, fresh, fresh off this Greek event I had to attend that was at my home church, so it just it just made sense. So, hop right out of the car, got in as quickly as I can, and uh, I just said, "Screw it, I'm gonna do the podcast in this suit." So, hey, I look good, man. You look I, good, man. You, you know, do, man. Just, I, I try. I, I try. <laughs> Like I said, it should be mandatory now. Time at work, please make that law. Elect yeah, me, I will. I got you. Elect me, I got yep. you. You, you tell me, why can't us? 
Oh, give me that four that four day uh four day work week, three day weekend. That's what I've been uh, banging on the table for for the longest. But without further ado, first topic: NBA playoffs came fresh off uh two two series. Our first two two series. Well, I think this was the first game four anyway. Celtics and 76ers. So really, like I said, three the Hardaway came on earlier. We on the same podcast network, so we ain't about to have. <laughs> she didn't to repeat themselves. So basically, we're gonna do predictions, especially since we were pretty much bad weekly about weekly right now. So prediction for this series, we are at 2-2 between seven six and the Celtics. Who y'all got winning this series? Mm, I'm gonna go Celtics. I'm gonna go Celtics. Um, I think it'll be seven games. Uh shout out to James Harden for you know going back to the Houston Rocket days and you know him hooping, him hooping. You know what I'm saying. Shout out to MB who uh, somebody else on this podcast wanted the Sixers to bench him, uh, but it is what it is, man. Uh, but this is gonna be a nice series, a good physical series. But I do have the Celtics uh, going to the NBA Finals bloopers. But you know, spoiler alert. Yeah, I think somehow, some way, the Celtics find a way to get this done. Um, I believe this will get done in seven. Actually, no, I'll take that back. I'll make it even six. I think Boston closes it out on Philly's home floor. Uh, I'll just keep it straight and simple. I don't trust Doc Rivers going forward. Um, James Harden outside of game one was was trash up until this this most recent game uh, to where he hit the game winner. Joel Embiid is in and out of the lineup with his injuries. Um and in the end, like I mentioned, I don't trust Doc Rivers and his in-game adjustments or adjustments, period. So I think the Celtics find a way to get it done. They let this one get away, but they know they're going home to Boston. Um, the Garden's going to be rocking, so they're going to get that last win uh, in front of their whole crowd and then close it out in Philly in six. So give me Boston in six. Yeah. I, yes, I said it. I said that they should bench him because he is now 2-9 and nine or 2-10 and 10 against the Celtics in the playoffs. Yes, I said it, and I stand 10 toes down on it. And I will say that Glenn Rivers better not out better, better not get out coached by Joe Missoula. So I got Celtics still winning in six. Hopefully it doesn't go seven, and I'll leave it at that. Yep, saying I got the Celtics still. I mean, even today, Philly was up the whole game. Then the fourth quarter, the Celtics mounted a huge comeback and took it to OT. And you even had to lead to the final possession where Harden hit the game winning three. And he finished, finished with 42 points. But I don't trust James Harden to be consistent enough in these last three games because they're probably going to need him to be that. And shout out to James Harden for showing up for two of the four games, right? I mean, the first game he had 45. This game, I think he had 42, including game winning shots. So, yeah, I, mean, I think he had game shot in game one as well. So, hey, man, hey, big shout out to James Harden. That's the most I've seen him show up in the playoffs. Ever <laughs> since um wait it's okay see he beat the Spurs on that game winner that helped him get to the finals when they lost to the Broncos. oh yeah get, get game six twenty twelve yeah he he was uh huh he was definitely something that series yep but I expect the Celtics but like I said about the coaching Joe Mazzulla is showing his inexperience and Doc Rivers make a sneak him one so it won't be a shock to me if. If Doc Rivers can sneak him one in and get to the East Conference Finals, but I, I would still lean towards the Celtics as the experienced players in the team getting to the finals last year, being all the Eastern Conference Finals that they've been in over the last couple of years. And back to the comments. I got Ryan is here. What up, fellas? What do you do? What's good? What's good? 
like say on a reverence like a sermon. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm oh man, right? The schedule ain't it? Hey, bro, don't yeah, yeah. It's new schedule. <laughs> yeah, man, life happens, Ryan. That's why we got on the new schedule. <laughs> yep. Which is Iraq, like I said earlier in the show, this was we used to be on Sundays. And we, I mean, our first two or three years of the LBR was on Sundays, then kind of COVID, we switched it around. So came back around to Sundays again. And to an itself, Mike says Celtics should win the series unless Harden goes Houston Harden the rest of the way. Which the Celtics will probably win because Houston Harden didn't show up in the playoffs. Ding, 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 ding. Exactly. He's gonna put up his numbers, but it still ain't gonna matter because uh, he'll put up those numbers and Boston will probably still win by 10. Mm-hmm. Five, yeah, they, but he has That's like those 40 point games he have had, they won, so it might help. They're <laughs> trying to get some ties and offerings. Ain't that? <laughs> <laughs> right, y'all funny? Y'all funny. That's, that's good. That's funny. That's funny. That's, that's good. All right, Mike said, Where well, if Doc gets fired, Nick Nurse becomes the coach after the season in Philly? Yeah, I'll do uh, I can see it. But see if Doc is fired in your next, uh, your next switch call is Nick Nurse. If I'm Joel and B, if that was the case, I'm asking out because you know at the end of the season, James Harden is more likely gone. He's more likely going back to Houston. Let's uh, I'm, I'm just gonna keep it a bean there. Um, you have to figure out a way to try to cash in somehow on the prime of Joel and B because he maybe has what two, maybe three years left, maybe even half of that given his injury history. Uh, so. And we all know at some point, and I even said it uh, myself, they need to try to make a, a play at, at Dame Lillard for for something. Just offer Tyrese Maxey, um, whatever else, or whatever else to make the uh, salaries match. Figure out a way to get Dame Lillard with Joel in Philly. So that way Joel can have somewhat, just a little bit of an upgrade from James Harden because it's not Houston James Harden. But even though we know James Harden is still very good, uh, you still need an upgrade there. So. But yeah, if Nick Nurse was the coach, if I'm Joel Embiid, I'm asking out. It's just that simple. Which I'm gonna have this up. I want to low key have the discussion today, but due to time, we might not. But James Harden going to Houston, I really got real questions about why does what what sense does it make? But we'll get that on another on another future episode. You must have never I, been to a, a strip club in Houston. I know, I know that. I'm talking about. <laughs> oh no, why, no, 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 no. If, if that's the case, why he asked for a trade in the first place? That's what I'm getting to. <laughs> no, no, yeah, we'll we'll save it because I know because exa- yeah. you have to look at it from Houston's standpoint of, of what they'll have available come this offseason and what James Harden's looking for. So that's a, that's a topic within itself. We'll we'll touch on it. Yeah, definitely. Three hard away. No, who that is? Savage. Welcome to Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, shout out to the crew, y'all. Of course, two of them are all here. They was on live earlier at one o'clock and forty. Yeah, don't forget nurse one time to run those steel heads and compel the Kawada. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But how how much more competitive are you gonna be with Joel and B who's getting up in age and the injuries are piling up? I, I just don't think Nick Nurse may be that guy, but you know, that's just me. Yeah. Move forward to the next series. Who's playing after pretty much after this episode? Different Nuggets against Tooks, not Phoenix Suns. Tooks, boy, KD, and Suns. Yeah, easy to say. Your not boy, my team. Kind of like me. Kind of like me. My boy Jimmy Butler and my Heat. Your boy. We want Kevin our Red, favorite Phoenix players Suns. to succeed yeah. in whatever they doing, like on and off the court. Yeah. You know exactly. So yeah. Denver won the first two games of their series. 
Phoenix, found a way, scraped and clawed. I mean, KD and D-Book both had to go for 40 just to uh, get their win of the night, game three. But they have made their series. Chris Paul is probably out for the rest of their series. But DeAndre Aiden is still trash. But what y'all got for the rest of the series? Different Nuggets or the Phoenix Suns? I'm rolling to the sunset. I'm rolling to the sunset with my boy, man. So give me – it may take seven games. It's just going to be the matter of the only player to have a shot. Fact. That's what I'm trying to say, Mike. That's what I'm trying to say, bro. Just, but no, it is it's it's a lot more, it's a lot more to that though. It is really a lot more to that. Shit. Strip clubs, man. That's what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> but nah, I, I get a signs. Um, I get a signs. It may take seven games, but you know, the times that have a win one away. Uh, we talked a little bit about sustainability, and if Kevin Durant and Devin Booker can sustain what they get can in um in this series, I think so. Um, I think because we've seen Kevin Durant do this before, we've seen Devin Booker kind of do this before. So it's like with them together, I think they should be able to beat uh, the Joker and them. But without Chris Paul, it kind of makes it a, a much more difficult uh, for me to hold on to it. But I'm going to roll to the sunset. Hmm. I hate to be disrespectful, but I'm going to do it. Nuggets in five. Um uh, I said before this series even started that Phoenix was only going to be as good as Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton allows this team to be. DeAndre, there's an APB out for DeAndre Ayton because we can't even find him on the basketball court at this point in time. And the inevitable groin slash hamstring injury has hit Chris Paul yet again. And we just talked about it. Game three, it literally took KD and Devin Booker we know what we're getting from them, too. It took them having to score 40 each just to make the game even close and pull out the win. And you're pretty much asking those two to do that every single game throughout this series. They may get you another one, but I, I just I just don't see them, after all the energy they exerted for game three, I don't see that duplicating in game four. And then you're going back to Denver for game five. I just can't see it happening. I, I I would love to be wrong. I would love for this series to go seven because it's been a, it's been a great series, been very competitive, but it's just too much for Phoenix to overcome. So I got Nuggets in five. What competitive? Get that mess out of here! It ain't been competitive, Trevor. You don't have to be nice to the Suns. <laughs> Suns and Suns gonna get about there in six. I heard the talk about Terrence Ross and whoever else they, they TJ Warren. Yeah. Warren. And guess how many games this series they went over 10 points. Okay, thank you. So um Devin Booker shot a very good percentage, 80%, I think, something like that from the field. He won't do that again. Not 80%, but also KD won't shoot as low as he will. So I, I see those things about balancing themselves out. Um Nuggets and six, five is, is a little aggressive, um, but the Nuggets just have more support around them. It, it's a two-man show, yes, and DeAndre Aiden, the $100 million, $100 million man, is doing nothing but collecting a check and wishing to get subbed the hell out because that's what he needs to happen. And he so to the point, to be there. <laughs> I, I hear you. Um, and to the point that's been made, we, is, you're right, he shouldn't have he been there. They should have traded for Miles Turner when they had the chance. And on top of that, and then to me, I guess you were going to church. I guess so. Um, he might be a Pentecostal, but at this point, right now, the Suns, KD, this is what you traded for. This is what you requested to trade for. 
you better step it up. And that's flatline. You got to step it up. And, yes, he had a really good game last game. I'm not saying he did not. But if they are to win this series and go – they're going to have to go 7-2, to be honest. I don't see the Joker losing four straight. I I don't see that. So if this is to go seven games, KD has to show up every game, even greater than what he just did on this previous game. And if they score 100 points, he's going to have to be the focal point for at least 50 of them. And that's – I don't know how long he's going to be able to sustain that along with Devin Booker. So I had Nuggets in six. Five was a little – a little abrasive, but I can see that happening too. But six for sure. Now, if you give him a broom, he looked like a gentleman sweep. Fair. <laughs> That's what it was. But same as you, Sheedy, and I wouldn't surprise me if Denver were to win in five, but I, I think six seems about right. I do believe Kevin Durant and Devin Booker would have another game where they just go lights out. And like you said, it's probably Devin Booker probably going to shoot as great as 80%, but you know, Kevin Durant got 39 points, but I think he took almost 30 shots, right? So he's probably going to shoot a belter because i never seen Kevin Durant beat that inefficient before. So it probably is going to balance out with them too. But at some point, you need somebody else to step up. Even when T.J. Warren played in the game, that man, he finally made the shot like late in the game. Like he kept missing everything, right? So I I, I do believe that, and it's like uh, Mike Patton said, he should have been playing Terrence Ross and T.J. Warren. They're, they're, pulling, they're building everybody else. He's been having to come off the bench, right? But I still believe DeAndre Aiden is just – he might missing layups, but I mean, he ain't trying to dunk. It, it's beautiful what he's doing out there. So I, I just believe Denver. Well, I'm worried about with Denver. Not too much worried, but I believe Jamal Murray gets to gets to that point where he just take over mode instead of getting people involved. And I feel like in the last game, he should have got Michael Porter Jr. involved a little more. Because Michael Porter Jr. hit like a couple of big threes down the stretch. And I believe they could have easily won a 3-0. They got him the ball more. So and Denver is the type of team that figures it out. So they are they're normally a team that moves the ball and stuff. So I believe they're going to, have to figure it out and find a way with the deeper team to beat the Venus Suns in six games. And Mike said haircut Kevin Durant is dangerous. <laughs> yeah. At least for one game. <laughs> and next series. Welcome to Miami. Jimmy Butler. It's a bad man right there. It's a bad man right there. <laughs> Jimmy Butler up 2-1 on the New York Knicks. I remember in game two without Jimmy Butler. Miami, damn near, almost won the game. <laughs> so what y'all got for the rest of this series? The Knicks have been looking. I mean, they can't shoot to save their life. And Miami just handed to them on defense. So what, who y'all got for, for this series, the Knicks or the Heat? Coach Poe running a, 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 a tree, running a field there around this man. <laughs> uh, give me Heat and Six, man. Y'all going to close this thing out in my – I think – well, in Miami, right? In game six? Yeah, in Miami. Yeah, like hey, Coach Spo doing his thing. Hey, hey, Sheedy, is there any room on the bandwagon for Coach Spo for Coach of the Year? Because it is just – it's blasphemous why this man has not even been in the consideration for Coach of the Year for all that he's – not even just what he's done, but what he's doing currently in this series. Uh, so if there's any room in that bandwagon, I would love to hop aboard. So uh, – so, but – with that being said, Heat and six. Uh, uh, the, the Knicks can't shoot. Um, I think Jimmy Butler has arguably been the best player in the entire playoffs uh, thus far. Some people may make a case for Devin Booker, but Jimmy is on a whole nother level, man. And he's pretty much putting this team on his back and taking them to the promised land. So Miami and six. Quick stat line. Not by points per game, not by rebounds per game, not steals, none of that. 
Jimmy Butler in this playoffs has only lost one game. One game. Once. Thus far. He will lose again. We might lose again, right? And I'm okay with that. We might lose an MSG. Let the crowd bring them back. Let Carmelo lace them up. I really don't care. I really don't care. Heat and six. Let's not get injured. Let's not get too cute. And let's hope the Celtics and 76ers go seven games. But to me, it's easy, does it? Eric exposure to your point, for not for not even being coach of the year for the amount of years that he did this without having a star talent, okay? Without with having a, a aging D Wade, with all these things, how many times can you say that we actually missed the playoffs? And that even in the playoffs, not being competitive. Besides the year we got swept by the Bucks last year, I get it, that's fine. But to be honest, we put ourselves in this place. We deserve what we got going. Heat and six. Knicks, think about it. Um, you got a great team, but Tom Thibodeau does one thing well. He coaches defense. But, ladies and gentlemen, offense is not in his biorhythm, his any rhythm he got, it ain't there. So that is the problem. And he doesn't have a coaching staff next to him that's going to help him to coach that. Where Eric Spolster has some people on the bench, but Eric Spolster's main thing, cut the head off the snake, figure out who and what. Listen, we let R.J. Barrett carry the team. Duh, R.J. Barrett ain't built like that. Carry the Knicks, sir, and go and give us the dub. Because Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle should be the ones carrying this team. But night in and night out, you see um, Mr. R.J. Barrett, Mr. $175 million man, whatever he is, doing what? Stinking up the court in the late game situations. That's what we need. Bing bong. <laughs> That's why I go heat in the five. Like this series almost, it's John Wooden. It's John Wooden. It's John Wooden have been a sweep with the referees to interfere. But you know, would have, could have, should have happened. Game two happened because Miami was on the way to win the game two. But Jimmy Butler's back. I don't see the Knicks winning another game. And Tom Thibodeau, you know, he used to coach Jimmy <laughs> after he knows it himself. Julius Randle just ain't built for it. He's not built to be your best player. It's now this is the no. second playoff series. Um, two years ago when they played against Atlanta in the first round, he slowed out. I, uh, ice tray got him about it there. Same yeah. thing you saying from him again. I don't think Julius Randle. Uh, he's a he's a really good player. Uh, he's he shouldn't be your number one. But the Knicks, like I said, they got a really good solid team, good record season. Took out the Cleveland Cavaliers, but they ain't got they ain't got the Jimmy Butler. You ain't got that. Nobody on the team is that guy. Jaden Bronson is the closest to it, but he's still limited in the sense he he needs someone else to be that guy for him. So they got like a bunch of number twos. They need a true number one. And Miami has got to shoot number one and missing and he's number two. But, you know, they they missing a bunch of – you got a bunch of trees and bam. And I don't even know what Tyler Hero is. He just stay hurt in the playoffs. I, I, I don't even know what, what do you call him anymore. But, yeah, you he the five. Jimmy smell blood in the water. He about to take him out, get to the East Conference Finals. Maybe a rematch of last year, Miami, Boston. This time in Boston with home court advantage. Ooh. Like I said. Uh, RJ right. Bear be out here playing Habitat for Man. Yeah, he recently. does. <laughs> I want to go back. He asked a question earlier. Am I the only one who's a big fan of Michael Porter's and system behind? I called out Michael Porter. I never was a fan of MPJ. Because he had a 200, his contract, $200 million. I'm like, yeah, yeah. what are you doing for $200 million? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he, yeah, he's not, he shouldn't be as important as they trying to make him to be. But, I still believe he's a solid fit for lesser money. It's a money aspect that's getting to me two hundred million dollars. Yeah, so, but you know, it's, it's a lot of players like that. Him, Tyler Hero, 
Jordan Poole, John, John, John Collins, John Collins. Yeah. It's like when you get paid that amount of money, right? Bam included. What is your role? And and I don't think MPJ's role has quite been defined for what he's supposed to be doing for all those millions, right? Um, we get on Bam, and I, I've said this already. Bam blocks down one through five when need, when necessary, gets rebounds, focal point on offense, whatever. Tyler Hero jacks up shots, play makes, gets some rebounds. We'll get to the other person in a minute. But MPJ, like, are you just you supposed to just score off the wing at all times? Like, I don't I don't think his role has quite been defined for what the Nuggets need him to do. And that is killing him because they went to go, they traded for Aaron Brooks, Aaron uh, Gordon, excuse me, now Aaron Brooks. Aaron Brooks, what was he from the Rock? It must be the Rockets talking. But yeah, <laughs> but I just think his role needs to be more defined. And if they can find what his role is, maybe he can live up to that sort of million. But for right now, he's taking up the court for that too. Yep. And he just asked another question here, bro. John Collins supported Junior Pooh. <laughs> Which one are you taking for what they do? <laughs> You want me hey, to? We got think. Of, I got to think on that one. <laughs> <laughs> we come back to that one. <laughs> come back to that one. That's good. Neither, none of the above. <laughs> right. If I have to choose one, I'm gonna try and choose one because yeah, my first thought was neither, but hey, it's, he he and choose neither option. <laughs> we come back to that one, like <laughs> like that one. Though. Yeah, I, I, I I'm just gonna write in N A for not applicable because I, <laughs> I don't. I can't think. I can't, I can't think of one. Just leave it blank and just go and miss the test question. Just go, on, just go on and lose the, the points. Of... Whichever one C. <laughs> Whichever one C. No, nah, I don't think you want to see on that one. I think C was Jordan Poole. Uh, yeah. no, like, I already no, got him. Oh, no, it's going to be Okay, okay, okay. All right. That's actually probably what I'm leaning towards in that question. Uh, honestly, I do for it, but yeah. Right, but just make sure you got some baddies and some bad strippers. I mean, there. y'all, y'all, y'all know proud. more than me, but honestly, I was gonna lean more towards Tyler Hero, to be honest with you. But me too. Yeah, me too. Man, I ain't seen him in the playoffs in four years. <laughs> Since his rookie year. In that case, I guess we see Michael Porter Jr. in the playoffs in the bubble too. So hey, <laughs> I guess it's going both ways, man. But yeah, he said Pooh was terrible defensively, which leads us to the final series. The Lakers, Warriors trade and blowouts after a close game one. Each, I mean, what? Yeah, 30 point blowouts in each game, right? So 2 1 Lakers. What you got the rest of the series? Lakers, Warriors. Scarlet Star with the Warrior fan. <laughs> None of the above. <laughs> well, are you so are you really on the war? Because you was so high on the Lakers. So I, I was kind of like wondering what you you're, you're a little conflicted. Keep your allegiance. <laughs> So you want you want the truth or you want the real truth? You can't handle the truth. Exactly. So right. that's why I got to ask which one. The real truth. All right, man. Real truth. <laughs> <laughs> of course, me being on the bandwagon Warriors fan for the last seven, eight years, and I've enjoyed my time for sure. But ever since starting, it's just one player that these guys just can't seem to beat. And it's LeBron James. You let this man go over. He didn't take a shot in the first quarter. He is essentially cruising on the team that I'm supposed to like. Everybody that picked the Warriors, including myself, deep down, we knew that LeBron James got our number. He's had our number for the longest. So I say that to say, I don't want to pick the Lakers. 
Because, <laughs> like, I've been I, – I, I told y'all, like, this is, to me, the best roster LeBron has played with since he's been on the Lakers. And, then, you know, it's debatable. We can talk about whatever. And with the Warriors, we don't look like ourselves. Curry is getting in his way. Why is Jermichael Green starting? Nah, man. If this is what we got to put up against LeBron James and everybody else on the Lakers team, give me Lakers in seven. Give me like give me Lakers in seven. I'm sorry, man. Wagon Warriors fan. Y'all know hell. I had to I had to pick them over uh the Lakers over Memphis. Yeah, Le- LeBron and cruising all playoffs. Let's just we want to keep it a, a cruising, keep it chilling. He, he literally has just been chilling. It is nothing against him. It's just he hasn't shot the ball well, but yet this everyone That's else has, has done their job uh, relatively well, which is which where they have them in their position. I've said once, I said it once, and I'll say it again. Until you beat the Warriors four out of seven, until I see it, I may be witnessing it this time. I, I, I just this Warriors team just looks out of whack uh, against the Lakers. And to Toop's point, LeBron had, for the most part has had their number. Um, but again, I'm, I'm gonna stick with my original point. I got, I got to see it to believe it. Until somebody beats Golden State four out of seven, I'm sticking with them. I got Warriors in seven. My heart was with LeBron, but my voice said Warriors in five or six, I believe, when I made this originally happen. Um, And I'm not going to go against my word. I will keep Warriors five or six, whatever I said. I'll keep that. And I will say, (laughs) I can't believe I'm about to say this, Steve Kerr is being out coached by LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Take it how you want. Okay. Kerr usual. Kerr usual. Um, and so I saw the comment about Jermichael Green. Here's my thing what got you to the sixth seed needs to remain for Steve Kerr, especially at home. And so Jermichael Green wasn't the reason why y'all got the sixth seed. Like you play your lineup, play whatever it is. And the reason why this team, to me, Let's be honest. This team is a dynasty team, okay? They've made everyone else become more like the Warriors, right? Go to high school. Uh, too, you've been to high school games, uh, was uh, just doing EYBL. Weren't they shooting three-point shots to start off? Even the bigs. Everybody. <laughs> and why? Because of what's that? Like, you make them play your game. And so what? You lost game one. I don't believe you're supposed to win game two look how the lakers play they didn't really care and so to me i think it was a bad decision you're getting out coached by lebron and then lebron to two's point ain't even given a field goal attempt not that he didn't score he didn't even try to shoot the ball in the first quarter and they still had a lead at some point steve Kerr, you have to make better decisions for what you're seeing and again you make them play warriors basketball you don't try to go down to play lakers basketball because if i remember correctly the lakers were the seventh seed and y'all are the sixth seed if i remember correctly the lakers are not the ones that are defending champions you are and you're not acting like it and i hate and again i'm a lebron supporter my heart is with lebron and y'all gonna make me go against everything with lebron because i believe in y'all and right now I just don't see it. Kevon Looney is a monster in the paint when it comes to rebounds. You cannot defend AD. Guess what? I don't know who can defend AD. I don't. But I will tell you this, and, I, and I'll leave it alone. I'll pass the cap. I apologize. The pool is closed to Memorial Day. 
And y'all have got to stop complaining about three-point shots not going in or if you're getting fouled. Because I've watched too many of your games, uh, Warriors, where you're like, oh, okay, I missed a shot. Oh, I got fouled. But now we're on the other side of the court, four-on-five basketball, Jordan Poole, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, anyone else. Y'all not getting back on defense. The same thing that I've said that the Lakers need to do, now y'all not doing. Get back to the basketball that has won you four championships and take you to the finals, what, like seven, eight years? But you're going to play – you gonna play down to the Lakers, please. <laughs> what he said. <laughs> I want to cover this point. Um, I got Mike made about Darvin Ham. I actually was about to allude to that. Darvin Ham is to me is making actual the actual adjustments. I think he's actually showing he's one of the rare bud disciples that's actually doing well. because uh, playing Lonnie Walker over Troy Brown, for instance, in that last game, that's an adjustment, right? Because I'm wondering what's Troy Brown you doing for you. That's an adjustment. I'm seeing things that he's done in these games that's making everything that's tick for tech. Like, all right, I see you made adjustment in the game two. I'm going to make an adjustment in game three. So I, I did want to give Darvin Hammond's flowers for that, definitely. He also asks, uh, he's on one get excited when watch D-Lo play. I don't like the Lakers, so, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't care for D-Lo. Well, I'm excited. Ohio State, <laughs> got to be. Got no choice. I, I don't like the I Lakers. So I don't. Yeah, I don't care. You yeah, put the team on like, <laughs> especially when they played the Grizzlies last round. I definitely want to get excited because my team. <laughs> Mike, he's the but, he's one of the main reasons why I had the Lakers advance so far because he can actually shoot. So he's in he he's in a perfect spot too. Um, mm-hmm. Way better than his situation in Minnesota. He's definitely mm-hmm. he's definitely in a perfect spot. He's a perfect match to play with LeBron and AD, and that's the reason I have the Lakers winning in seven. I think. AD plays well every other game, which that's a conversation for later. I really want to know the ins and outs of why this man doesn't have a back-to-back great games, but it is what it is. He had a game, game one, game three, game five, and game seven. Every other game, Lakers, Warriors. Can't have said it That's what I'm going with. Or it's just your team, like it's a point paint touch team. That's why it's about two. Yep. Yeah, which is so like difference between this series and last series. The Grizzlies actually drafted the hole, so we had they had real cases of saying why we not get to the free throw line more. Exactly. The Warriors are in, yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all not going to the paint. I don't see y'all even touching the paint. Y'all literally jacked 53 get threes in game one. It was wondering why y'all had the 30 point free throw discrepancy. Come on now, like, I ain't fooling nobody. Of course, I've seen them win a big road game, though. We'll see if they do it again Monday. They, they do, they do. Yep. Also in game with Justin and Davis on pick and roll. Yep, yep, definitely mm-hmm. solid. You can tell D Lo had. Yep, man, you can tell Minnesota. He was, yeah, he definitely having fun again. Yep. Yes. Shout out to him. But guess what, man? We got a sponsor for the network. Yep. Let's be with me, the guys first. Hey. Sponsors. So we're about to go away for a message from our sponsor at Bitstamp. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Best Stamp app, which is helping thousands of people win their sports betting for free. The same way travelers use Google Flights or Expedia to find the best prices, bettors can now use Betstamp to do the same. When you place a bet, the odds given by a sport book will determine how much you can possibly win. Even when betting on the same outcome, different sports books will offer varying payouts, and these differences can be huge. Thankfully, Betstamp allows you to easily line shop for the most profitable odds across all sports books. You can click on any matchup and instantly see all the different odds for game lines, player props, and even future bets. Line shopping is the simplest way to find the edge in sports betting and maximize your chances of winning long term. On average, 
best stamp users win an extra $1,000 plus yearly just by line shopping. You can find the Bet Stamp app on the Apple iOS Store, Google Play Store, or through your browser at www.betstamp.app. To access all these benefits, sign up using promo code LBR and start your journey to successful sports betting today. If you forget to use the code upon sign up, you can always enter our code in your Bet Stamp account settings afterwards. Check it out. Yep, yep, yep. It took me a minute to record that, right? <laughs> but we official now. So it, it, that's all that matters. Boy, it took a second. But, you know, shout out to Best Stamp. Shout out to the fellas. Also, in a couple coming days, I've seen, especially our loyal listeners, everyone, it will be a, like a custom um, page where it'll be our only. I send that, send a link out so y'all could join through there and that'll make it more easily, easy and efficient for y'all to get your bets in. Last comment, Mike said D-Lo left-handed, so I'm going to support my fellow left-hander. Yep. And speaking of bets, I ain't about to get on Jaden Brown. We just keep pushing forward in the field draft. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I shall solve the title of the episode. Well, it was there was the answer for the Titans. We're going to get to that in a second. We're going to go in order. All of our favorite teams, got Panthers, got Titans, got Steelers, got Cowboys. I'm going to go in order basically on how we drafted. The Panthers had higher picks. Fought about Titans and still is the Cowboys. So, Took, draft recap for your Carolina Panthers. Hey, man, I give us an A, a good solid A. Uh, we finally got our quarterback for the future. Of course, we traded up for the number one pick. So, in order for us to really pick the guy that we wanted and make sure we wanted, we did all kind of homework and all the other stuff. And, you know, we end up getting Bryce Young from Alabama, who every y'all, y'all told me, hey, he's good, he's great, Heisman winner. I'm going to trust y'all wear for it. And I actually, you know, creating them on Madden and I'm having like real, I'm having a lot of fun playing with them. So it's like, this should be a very fun football team for us to watch. Uh, so with that, uh, we end up re- also replacing uh, DJ Moore uh, with Jonathan Mingo from Ole Miss. Uh, nice, tough well, wide receiver who hopefully he can get on the field. Um, his rookie year, if not, uh, that mean that maybe if he don't touch the field, it's a good thing. Is because uh, we got Terrence Marshall and everybody else stepping up the way we need to. But in the future, I think that's a hell of a pick. Um, of course, we end up getting a, D, a linebacker from Oregon, DJ Johnson. Uh, we got an offensive lineman that I'm excited about from North Carolina State, uh, Chandler Zavala. I hope I said that right. Um, in one of his positions, he actually was like ranked, you know, third in his position. That's for one. And for two, he actually played with our last year first pick, uh, Ike Okonwu. Uh, at the same in North Carolina State, so uh, our coaches got the footage and they were able to see them have success. So that can definitely be our um, our future uh, for offensive linemen. Like I said, we already got a, a, a top ten offensive line always, anyways. So I think we just made it better with that pick, and we also end up getting Jamie Robinson from Florida State. I'm not too familiar with him. He's a safety, but hey, let's go ahead and get the depth chart all the way up. So like I said, we feel some needs for sure, um, and I'm happy. I'm a happy fan right now. Uh, the only way I don't be happy after the season if we don't make the playoffs. I think definitely this will play a playoff team. Uh, we said we're going to start Andy Dalton on day one, which I can kind of deal with. But if Bryce Young is on that field for day one, I definitely wouldn't oppose anyway. So, again, Carolina Panthers, good job, Scott Fitty. Good job, everybody. Yep. If y'all have any questions for him, y'all can ask him. I don't really have nothing. That guy had a solid draft. That guy was pretty good yeah I, I don't have any questions it, it was pretty solid for them. well uh mike saying the comments i couldn't even read it 
said a Panthers got a talent. Yeah. Wide receiver, of course. Yeah. They, they did. Yeah. They got it. All right. On to the Tennessee Titans. Will Levis, as y'all saw the, hey. the, photo, the photo on the page. Really yeah. <laughs> Great. So we did a live draft, right? We did a live draft show. Two percent. Trevor got in for a second. Had a boy Darren and Tyler from February Freddy Way came in as well. And Darren kept saying he wanted us to draft Will Levis while we was on the show just to see my reaction. I was like, he you said, know, yep. <laughs> he kept saying it, and they did. We drafted Hooch and. For my grade, I get the Tyson B, a solid B. I think that first pick, Peter Skaronski. Then we finally somewhat solidified the offensive line. We pretty much retooled that whole, rebuilt that whole offensive line. And we had one of the worst O-lines, if not the worst, last season. So that was definitely something needed. Will Levis, like I, I think I told, I said this on Ryan and got Ryan Harris, the Jump Fast podcast, this office, I think back in February. And we had mentioned the potential of Will Levis. And I was saying, like, I'm not going to, react i'm just gonna sit here and just be like i'm gonna give him a chance i i got to give him a chance right here my favorite team i'm not about to leave and get another favorite team so it was what it is on that front but i said that on mike's show on two and afc south last week when we did afc south draft recap and i was like i don't believe in will levis but i've been proven wrong before i none of us i don't believe any of us believe in justin herbert coming out when he was in washington for almost similar reasons i didn't see him show up in the big games and he proved all of us wrong getting in the field so and I said Will Levis is going to become him, but because I have been wrong by other people before, I'm gonna give him the shot to prove me wrong. I don't believe in him, but I'm not about to sit here and be like, "Hey, he he, he here now." Ain't nothing for me to do. I've, I had my reactions last year when we lost that three pick game to the Bengals and AJ Brown. That was enough. It can't get no worse than that for me. So <laughs> I deal with Will Levis. Hopefully, it brings out the. Hopefully, it's a real competition and it brings out the best in Malik Willis and he still this game up and I can actually see the best of both players and then we can actually get a true quarterback out of either one of them so that'll work out but I, I ain't about to over just just down the pick um, third round pick we took Tajay Spears on Tulane I was feeling great about the pick as a Memphis fan we saw the home torch Memphis in football but her he got no ACL and 10 nice in the knee so that's worrisome but Frank Gore plays whole career throughout it so he's already reached out to Frank Gore so that's good to hear I think the rest of the draft that kind of Wide receiver. Them folks decided not to take wide receiver to the seventh round. That was a problem out of the whole fight tight fan base. <laughs> but hey, it is what it is. Like I said, they my team. I'm gonna ride with them. I gonna give them a B. That's it. <laughs> and if I got any questions, so no do questions. you honestly go ahead? Think, go ahead. My, my bad. Okay, bad, bad. Do you honestly think that the, your draft picks help your team? Yeah. Okay, I really do. Think because offensive line was a big need. We drafted two linemen, including one. The person a lot of people had Skaronski as the best lineman in the draft. So I think we solidified our weakest position outside of receiver last year. And also we got another tight end. Uh, top, he's six with seven. Josh Wiley. We got him in the fifth round, so we got six with seven tight end to go along with Chig Okonkwo, who led our tight ends and receptions and receiving yards last last year. So I think we're solid. I think wide receiver is evidently our weakest position, but we traded one of the best last year, so it's gonna take a minute to rebuild it. You can't rebuild everything in one offseason. Yeah, I, I don't really have a question. I just have a comment. I just want to commend you for your optimism on Will Levis. Uh, because honestly, truthfully, if you just look at his numbers from last season, it was horrendous. Me and you both know the game he had against Tennessee, brother didn't pass for 100 yards in that game, so that's a, that's three that's picks. number one. Yeah, he threw three picks as well in that game. 
He's only went over 200 maybe twice, and that was against low-mid SEC teams against Ole Miss and Mississippi State. So against prime SEC competition, Will Levis looked terrible. Like I think, I think he only had 100 yards passing in a game against Vanderbilt, and Vanderbilt is no disrespect to Vanderbilt, but they're low-tier when it comes to the SEC. So uh, I do appreciate your optimism for Will Levis because um, he – could very well have a Justin Herbert arc, but till I see it, I don't believe it. <laughs> oh man! But also, one last thing with the Titans and the wide receiving core, we had a bunch of young receivers. So, in my opinion, we need a veteran receiver anyway. So, I'm looking for them to try to add a veteran, potentially bring back Corey Davis or something along those lines, because all our receivers are one two years in the league anyway. So, I feel like you should give them a shot anyway. Okay, is that like a running joke? With the coffee and mayonnaise, or he actually like mayonnaise in his coffee. Oh, I need to send you that video. He put mayonnaise in the he coffee, like mayo in coffee. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Malik Willis, Willis, if you don't win the uh, star quarterback, you gonna find yourself out the league. Now you better not let the, what, bro. Malik Willis needs to be in Seattle, bro. Tennessee has already done him wrong with with this draft. So. But like I said, and we'll go back on that Trevor. Remember, we fired the GM that drafted him. So when it, yeah. Know, yeah, yeah, come, that comes with it. So yeah. I hate it, but it's like this ain't yeah, yeah. that one the guy who drafted him either. So I can't really get too mad at that. Yeah. They said they're keeping Corey Davis. Sheesh, they're gonna keep all that money and for them to be wide receiver five. Hey, more power to him. <laughs> cool. <laughs> 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 Man, you saw the Delta chart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Well, let's move on to the Steelers. All right, well, apparently in the world of sports and entertainment, if your last name is Khan, you already know what, what the hell that you're doing in their respective uh, field, whether it's Nick Khan with WWE, Tony Khan with AEW, or Omar Khan, the new GM of the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers absolutely destroyed this draft. They're definitely one of the top winners of this draft. They addressed their offensive line issue by trading up uh, to 14th overall, say Broderick Jones, uh, left tackle out of Georgia. Apparently, Pennsylvania has a uh, infatuation with the Georgia Bulldogs. It seems like everybody was either going to the Eagles or the Steelers from Georgia. Um, but, yeah, that's that there. Uh, we were also able to basically turn Chase Claypool into Joy, Joy Porter Jr. Uh, with that uh, second-round pick that we got with that deal with the Bears. If you know uh, Joy Porter, historic legendary stiller so and he's still on the staff if i'm not mistaken so jpj going there is going to be what's going to work wonders you got uh keanu uh, keanu benton from uh wisconsin uh big strong defensive tackle possibly could be there as a run stopper something the stillers have been needing for the past couple of years um as i mentioned before with the whole georgia thing we got darnell washington the tight end from georgia as well could be a serviceable backup to uh pat fryer move both as a blocker and as a receiving tight end um, we got uh Nick Herbig from Wisconsin as well, a pretty decent edge rusher as well. So, of course, some more depth added into that linebacker core to go with TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith. Uh, we took Corey Trice Jr. Don't know much about Corey Trice Jr., uh, but I'm just gonna assume it's gonna be added depth to a um uh, and some youth for that matter, uh, to our secondary now that we have uh Minkley, of course, is getting up there in age. We lost Cam Sutton, and of course, uh, we just signed Pat Pete as well. And then we rounded out with uh, Spencer Anderson out of Maryland. You know how I feel about Big Ten offensive linemen. 
they usually come in and are immediately effective in the uh in the NFL. So him as a swing tackle is going to be good as well. Uh the Steelers pretty much knocked this draft out. Like I said, I gotta uh give them an A here. And then I pretty much can almost give them an A for the offseason, being able to uh get Allen Robinson for cheap to add to the receiving court as well. Um, the Steelers will be on the cusp again of the playoffs, but I don't think they're seriously ready to contend just yet. We got to see a full season, maybe two full seasons under Kenny Pickett to really determine uh, if the Steelers are really, really ready to compete. But for the draft, A 100%. Yeah, they see North Hill. <laughs> that's, uh, that, that's a crazy division right there. We. AFC North is what the where everybody thought the West was going to be last year. The AFC North is that division because between y'all, the Ravens, Sign Odell, finally extended Lamar, and uh who they drafted, uh who my guy named Scott. Uh, uh hey, what's the receiver? Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they they hit in the park. Bengals are the Bengals, although they about to have to start paying some people and might have to come off some folks soon. <laughs> Maybe this uh, next offseason. And the yeah. Browns, we see what Sean Watson looks like. Uh is this upcoming year, but yeah, yeah, I think y'all definitely on the rise. Yeah, I was like, we, 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 I, I think we need two full seasons of Kenny Pickett to really determine if we're going to be ready to compete or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they pay 10 to 12 minutes. Yeah, they got boy, they gave y'all, they, they just let y'all have them. <laughs> yeah, <pretty laughs> which much. I hope, I hope, I'm hoping he still has something different tank, but with y'all, with y'all having uh, what's my guy named George, George Pickens, George, uh, uh, George Allen Robinson can be a strong three, uh, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. Um, yep. So I, that's why I said it, it was a great pickup uh, to acquire him uh, prior to the draft. So like, if he's coming in and he's like a French two strong three, him, George Pickens, and Deontay Johnson, that's a it's not the best, mm-hmm. but it's pretty decent compared to uh, what's in our division now. But it's pretty decent. And compared to somebody's favorite team on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Tyus receiving core. Who? All right. Anybody's got a question for the Steelers? I do. Question for the Steelers. Will the Steelers continue to be 500 or better this year? Easily. Yes. Uh, this I believe this schedule this year was just – it will be a tad bit easier. Uh, a tad bit easier than it was uh, last season. And I believe, as I mentioned before, we have our quarterback now, which is Kenny Pickett. Uh, so no more random starts for Mitchell Trubisky to start the season. So I, I do see the Steelers in that 9-8, and 10-7 range again. Like I said, they'll be on the cusp of the playoffs. But I, I just think they're they're not ready to, to really compete uh, for a playoff spot just yet. So, yes, I, I think the streak continues. I got, I got something real quick. Um... Of course, uh, Joey Porter Jr. That's a that's a really dope story, and then uh, like being able to work with his dad is cool. But I was a big fan of Darnell Washington. Like I think he was the best tight end in the draft. I just wanted to ask you, like, which player are you most looking forward to seeing the most? Out of out of his draft class, um, yeah. honestly, I mean, you already just mentioned it. I, I think it's JPJ. Uh, I, I will be interesting to see how um his dad and the rest of those that um uh, coach the linebackers tend to utilize him um as i mentioned before he's a nice addition to an already standout uh linebacker core because we run the three four 
with TJ as Highsmith pretty much as your as your rusher. So it'll it'll be interesting to see. Um, uh, but I'm also um I'm a little bit curious also about um Keanu Bitten as well, because like I mentioned before, the Steelers have had a trouble stopping the run for the past three seasons. And just him with his high size and things of that nature, if he's on the 53-man roster, him and Cam Hayward on that defensive line, on that three-man front, maybe that could be some help with stopping the run. Um, um, getting some help in stopping the run there. But um, if I had to name one for sure, it's definitely JPJ. All right. Cowboys, what you got? Uh, short, sweet, to the point. Um, I give us a B minus C plus at best, man. I don't, the reason why I say that is because when you look at our division, we didn't have the best draft in our division. Arguably the best team (laughs) from the draft is from our division. Arguably you can say the Panthers as well, but I mean, everyone and their mother was giving their panties up to the Eagles. And I mean, everybody was going to the Eagles. And so it's like we kind of had to fight that. Um, Now, what I will say is this. I believe we've addressed some of our concerns, um, whether it was offseason or the draft. But I know we're just talking about the draft, so we'll just specifically talk about the draft. We got a run stopper. And uh, I know uh, Trevor mentioned earlier about Ohio State uh, linemen, offensive linemen. Well, the D linemen are pretty good, too. Um, And the guy, I hate to say it, (laughs) from Michigan, um, is a great run stopper and a great presence that we'll need in our defense. Um, we also, I know I'm not going to say this guy's name right, um, the Marvin Overshawn uh, from your from Texas, too. Um, he's a linebacker, a little bit undersized, um, but was Big 12, was part of the uh, first team of Big 12. And so I looked at him to make an impact as we were moving Micah down, more or less. Um, can this next guy be that for us and looked over his stats um not bad um he's better on the weak side of the run than the strong side which kind of hurts but again we're pairing him with other foreseeable talent for us and i like that um of course i think the one thing that was the best for the cowboys besides getting i think it's mozzie smith um was the running back from kansas state that was like a story for us um, and how great would it be to get, you know, if you're a father, you know, getting your son to play on the same team that you're a part of is pretty awesome. Um, so it was a great story. The other part is going to be what does that backfield kind of look like with the new offensive coordinator that we have um, and running that offense? So to me, I give it like a B minus, um, C plus at the very lowest. Um, I don't think we did terribly great. I don't think we did terribly well. I think we spent some money on the place that we needed to spend the money on prior to the draft. And we got a little bit better in the draft as well. Um, and so I'll leave it at that because I know the questions are here. Not really a question, but like you said, I think y'all did a lot this offseason period. So I just think the draft just, I mean, y'all already there. Y'all a good team. Y'all just. Dak Prescott just need to play better in the playoffs. I mean, so <laughs> y'all got the team <laughs> to do it. Um, sorry, the Eagles find a way. They find a way from this people. They they decided, like Mike said, about them getting a satellite campus in Georgia. I called them Philadelphia Bulldogs myself. <laughs> I'm telling you, the state of Pennsylvania is is is, is got a got a satellite in Georgia. I'm telling you. <laughs> 
they got the super team. Like I so savage, just to not get pressure on Patrick Mahomes again. So you know, hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's but shout, that's shout out to the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, for me, man, I, I I honestly think with y'all, the moves that you've made already in the off season, uh, I think was a little bit more important to me. Uh, because as Sharky just said, y'all are right there. Y'all literally were just. One better Dak Dak Prescott performance away from possibly being in the Super Bowl. Uh, so getting Maisie Smith as well to um, add to that defensive line was a good pickup. Um, so yeah, I, I really don't have much to say here. This was a, a solid draft for you guys. A solid draft. I, I definitely will give you that. On a scale of one to ten, how confident are you with your backfield? I, I cannot answer that question because the offensive coordinator that we have, I have to see what that is like moving forward in his scheming. Um, I don't know how the other player will play Deuce Vaughn. Um, Tony Pollard played sensational, but he played sensational because of Ezekiel. And let's not rule out Ezekiel not coming back, by the way. There's still a chance for him to actually come back less money, of course. Um, but I guess if you're going to, if you want me to give you a number, I, I guess right now a, a, a four because I really don't know how the offensive coordinator is going to do with the type of talent that we have in our backfield, and that, and that's a that's a that's literally a problem that I have going into our season is how are we going to call plays as an offensive coordinator, right? Because if you see his track record, not too good. <laughs> And says he can come back. It depends. I mean, he ain't picked up by no one. By no right, one. That, that's the problem. Nobody, you know. hey, nobody <laughs> picked him up yet, so somebody can bring him back. <laughs> He's about to go to the XFL and play with the Rock. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I like him on the Panthers. Nah, I, I hey, that, that's a good, good pickup. I like low, him. low cost, low reward type thing. Yeah, but he about it's to nah, He ain't about to be in the XFL. He about to be uh, here in Memphis playing for the Showboats. <laughs> What's that? Uh, they finally won their first game yesterday too. They yeah, they won. Yay! Hey, What's that hey, hey, if Z, hey, one hey, and three, if, yeah, they one and three. Hey, if Z go there, we can get Cam Newton there too. We need a quarterback as well. So, hey, hey, hey still, <laughs> that's a good point because ain't Joe Mixon in trouble? He just said yeah, Bengals could pick that up. That is Z. a good point. Yeah, yeah, Joe Mixon is in trouble. That that is, that is uh, that's a good point. One hundred percent. Is that but, that, but the thing trouble? is, like, if all these things are happening, why is no one saying anything about wanting him? Z. It might that's, so you know after way, June first. No yeah, mm-hmm. it might be after June first too. That's when you cut some players for bigger money. Um, yeah. You know, some players you could cut before the post June first cuts. So yeah, it might be a thing where he might pick up after June the first, or as he calls the chain of cap, if somebody gets hurt randomly. And, and and I I would love to see him on the Bengals, but I mean, for God's sake, Buffalo, what the hell are y'all doing? Like y'all still don't want a running back. No one. No, they they want Josh Allen running the rock. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know how that's going. Told you, Buffalo contender stays are uh, numbered. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's they window is slowly closing, slowly but surely. Speaking of Buffalo and the Bengals for them, matter, Demar Hamlin, real talk. Let's be real, real talk segment. And thank you both of you. That was the game day. Everything happened with the cardiac arrest and all that. Last week, he was taking a picture with T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and I think Tyler Boyd last week. But before that, it's been a couple weeks. And, of course, I ain't going to say I got swept on the road. People called on Twitter. I saw people talking about Jamar Hamlin. Um, and he's been cleared by, like, three different doctors. 
as well to play the season. And apparently he is coming back to play the season. So the reason this is real talk, I did want to talk about his decision to come back and play. See a lot of people disagreeing with it, of course, because obviously what happened, he pretty much died and came back to life on the field. So what are y'all thoughts about DeMar Hamlin, his decision to return to play football? No, no comment. <laughs> no, I'm gonna keep it real. If you really have a passion for something, and that's just in life in general, if you have a passion for something and that's something that you enjoy doing, then I like, by all means go ahead and do it. I mean, I, he's taking the necessary precautions to get himself clear. He's been cleared three different times by three different doctors. Um, so at this point, like, why not go for it? Because what you what were you gonna do anyway if you couldn't play football? Like what what was gonna happen? You're just gonna be sitting in the house and probably go back to school or things of that nature. And but if it's right there and you're clear to play and you feel that you can contribute, why not? Why not go for it? Um that, that that's my whole take on the whole thing. I'm actually with you, Trevor. You put away my bad. I think she is about to go. I'm actually with you, Trevor. That's my opinion too. I think. I, I understand. I understand the ramifications of like, man, no, I don't, I don't think he should. I don't think he should play. I and I kind, I feel the sentiment. Mike said, "Mark wants to play." I get it. I don't know if I could come back, but I told people that he was going to try, try to come back and play. I, I thought that too this whole time. I thought I have him feeling he's going to try to come back and play if he gets cleared to play. And it's like what Trevor said: it's, it's the love for the game. You love the sport. That's your life. You ready all your life to get here. You got a second chance. I'm about to go right back out there because. Did he actually have like a real health condition, heart condition, anything that caused it? It doesn't seem like it. It seemed like there was literally that impact hit that happened there. But hey, I respect the decision. Hopefully, just prayers that nothing else happens to him. Took you might as well go on and say what's on your mind. Nah, man, no comment. She to go ahead. She broke grinning like a Chester cat, like, bro, like what what? Say was on you. He got the free the free talk. Uh, he trailer. got it. He got trolling off. This we go. <laughs> okay, I got you. I got you. That's I what we call. You. That's what we call it. <laughs> All right, I got you. I don't I got know. You. Wow. Well, I'll, I'll say that for a trolling off segment. I'll, um, I, I guess if we're going to equate this to to real life, right? Um, to the point that's been made. Um, and I'll just. I'm over it all and speak to Tuga. If you're DJing and uh, you got electrocuted by lightning, it hurts you. But you Damn. Got cleared. I, I, well, you got cleared, though. You good. I need to go came back. get life insurance. He's trying to speak that on, on me on a Sunday. Now, yes, you do need life insurance. I ain't going to lie to you. I please yeah. get life insurance. <laughs> Let me say hey, that for she, sure. Hey, she got me on life insurance a couple years ago. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You need your life insurance. So, and if DJing is your thing, and if something were to happen to you, and it takes you and removes you from that, but you have the opportunity to do it again, I believe you will because that's where it might be where your heart is. And I'll I'll speak personally for me. I've I've been hospitalized with teaching, legitimately. This is real talk. We'll be real. December 2019, before COVID hit. I was transported out of the school building in a stretcher because I was dealing with so much. But when I got my mind back together, I realized my purpose, my purpose is still to be there. I just had to rekindle myself and get to where I needed to be. And so I'll take this DeMar Hamlin issue as the same. A freak accident happened. Football is his thing. And 
if he is cleared and he is okay to do it, then you allow him to do it. Now, Lane Vanderesh, neck probably in like four different places, and he's still playing, and we still signed him for the contracts with the Cowboys. Lord have mercy. So, to me, I think if his heart is there, it's his decision. Go, so be it. Um, and I'll leave it at that. And Took don't want to make his thing controlling. Now we do have a would you rather. You good or not? Oh man, uh, whatever, man. So it, that is there are conspiracy theorists out here that say that we are not seeing the actual Demar Hamlin. I'm uh, apologies if I'm insensitive to this, but I went down their rabbit hole. So that's why I've been laughing, Trev. I told them this. I asked them if they were okay with me saying this. They cleared it. So if Demar Hamlin, who to my understanding, to my understanding wasn't even starting on the bills you know what i'm saying like he was one of those third fourth string cornerbacks so if he comes and have a pro bowl type season we as human beings need to watch out because ai is here so that's why i've been laughing they've been saying he cloned it's evidence out there it's a rabbit hole that you can either go further down if you want to i believe clones are real i believe in all that crap so that's what I'm saying. If you want to dig down that rabbit hole, DM me. But yeah, because yeah, I, I, I yeah. get you. You know, I I mess with a good conspiracy theory as well. So I I I figured that that's where you were going. I just didn't want to assume. Well, I'm just gonna add that to the list of uh conspiracy theories that really got me scratching my head. I'm gonna put that under the Gucci Mane one because uh. Um, about yeah. to about that. They 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 say it. It's it's evidence. <laughs> I mean, but who knows, man? But yeah, if anybody viewing this, I don't want to be insensitive, yeah, but you know, now yeah, I'm not going. Yeah, down, it's, right? people, it's, it's just I'm just gonna. He, it, 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 it exists. It's there. I'm just gonna walk away from it. I'm not trying to go down that rabbit hole. But for those that want to, the information's there. <laughs> just creep on down. <laughs> let y'all let them. <laughs> Oh man, so you don't about to go to the Gucci Mane. So you don't take Gucci Mane to take Gucci Mane. That's another talk for another conversation. He still makes good music, though. Shout out to Gucci. (laughs) All right, man. But moving forward, I do have a would you rather. It wasn't necessarily my would you rather. It was actually a comment from earlier with Mike Patton. We about to talk. We're gonna have to think about this one. He said, I'm trying to find uh, what it was. Jordan Poole, Michael Porter Jr. Which Bro, say y'all had time Poole, to Jordan y'all Jr. had time to think. Yes, Pop sir. Quiz. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Call it John I Collins know. or Tyler Hero. Which one of those four would you rather have? But what they what, what they and they all making the same amount, or they they making what they making now? Mm-hmm. Their contracts are questionable. We're just gonna Don't say that. Us. Yeah, those contracts are questionable. I'll start. Um, Tyler Hero. Um, I, I'm. There's, I hear you. Yes, he has not had a sensational quote unquote year since the bubble year. But if I recall of these players that we've named thus far, only one of them actually has any hardware besides a ring that he was carried to. Um, and that was a individual war with Tyler Hero winning sixth man of the year. Um, John Collins has not done that yet. Michael Porter, well, Michael Porter Jr. hasn't done that. Jordan Poole has not done that. And when I look at their games in totality, 
Because remember, basketball is offense and defense. I believe Tyler Hero is the better of all of them. Um, and so I hear you, you know, neither to all of them. Yes. And I would trade Tyler Hero right now for some help for Jimmy. Yes. But if these are, if it's A, B, C, or D, I'm actually going to choose A, and I'm crossing off B, C, and D. As a matter of fact, I might not even look as far past B. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I mentioned it earlier when we talk about it. it it's Tyler Hero for me. Um, it's just those other uh, those other three I just do not trust. I think Jordan Poole is, has benefited from being in the Warrior system. I don't think what he's done he could do anywhere else. Uh, John Collins was was is solid, but he's not what everybody uh was making him back out to be. Remember when everybody was saying John Collins was better better than Jaron Jackson Jr. Pepper's Farm, <laughs> Pepper's Farm remembers. Uh, so yeah, that's that on that. And I and speaking of Jaron Jackson Jr., someone who was in his draft class, if I'm not mistaken, MPJ, who has. Again, to Shidi's point earlier, what is your role on the Denver Nuggets? I are you just dare to be a wing scorer, and if you're not making your shots, what 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 exactly are you doing? I get it; he's coming back, I guess, from that serious back injury that he had. But since he's gotten paid that hundred million dollars, what has he done? Hasn't done much of anything. So, but yeah, it, it leaves out a hero. And speaking of that, all of us, I think this was before Shidi came on LBR. We watched that draft together, and we didn't want we wanted Michael Porter Jr. over Jaron Jackson. Yep, looking back on it, we made the right decision. <laughs> <laughs> so let me let me actually play devil's advocate on that because what we've seen with Michael Porter Jr. is you know y'all asked a legit question like what is his role, and I think that's not a, a really question for him. It's a question for the coaching. Like, what is his role? Outside of that, I'm looking at a guy who, you know, last season, you know, he only played nine games, but he came back, played 62 games this season, averaged 17 a game. Put up, what, 48% shooting? 41% from three? That ain't too bad for a player that don't have a specific role on a team. And so, 16 still, he he still got his potential, and I would love to see him go to a team where he can actually be utilized more. So if you ask me, I, Tyler Hero salutes so Tyler, Tyler Hero, six man a year for, uh, for sure. I was a big fan of his sister bubble. But if you ask me out of all them, I think Michael Porter Jr. still has the most potential out of all. I'm with you too as well. I think especially Penta Hilton, he stayed healthy this year, which is key. He did. And remember, Joe MB, Joe MB missed his first two years of his career, and he, he still has injuries here and there, but for, we didn't think he would make it this far his first two years. So Thank you, Michael Porter Jr. I would probably pick him on the list. It, it was between him and Hero. I just believe Hero is – I'm not going to say he's just gotten worse since the bubble. Playoff-wise, he's gotten worse since the bubble because he did have a year he won six-man, average 20 points a game. I think this year he averaged 20-plus again too, but in the playoffs, injuries happen. He got hurt. But he wasn't playing well before he got hurt last year. This year he got hurt in the very first game in the playoffs. We got so I'm like, we I, got need to, I need to yeah. – right. I need to see you in the playoffs. I've seen Michael Porter Jr., but I think it's more of a road thing because – he could shoot <laughs> and he could rise up above, like kind of like how KD, like where yeah, he, he's streaky. He could just rise up above you, just shoot. You could be in his face, and he could just rise up and hit. And I've seen him do it plenty of times. So 
His defense sucks though, but I think everybody on his list defense ain't really. I don't know who good on defense no. on the list. John Collins could potentially, and I like what Mike said. He think John John Collins is on the wrong team as well. Yeah, I I, I I agree. He need to get out of Atlanta. He, he definitely yeah. need to get out of Atlanta. I think you got a bunch of players. Well, those two need to get out the team. I think Tyler Hero. I think he probably is what he is. Jordan Poole is. Nickname's with you. I got him. Uh, you want to trade him? Y'all want Jordan Poole? <laughs> right. Cool. Poo, oh, go. my yeah, God. Man. Yeah, he was like. <laughs> but, yeah, I like him. Wait, wait, did they call him a low-budget KD, like an Aldi's? He said low, low. Like a low, family low dollar? Budget. Too low. low That's low, a great value. Okay, got you. Like, like, like. That's fact. Like Family. Dollar Tree. Like Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree, gotcha. Yeah. Family Maybe, Dollar Tree. Think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. KD is the first option. Mike Porter Jr. is third option. That's low, low. <laughs> Second, third. Too low. So. There you go. <laughs> Y'all tell me, uh, man. Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, man. But that does it for the show, man. Appreciate our comments, man. People tune in. Mike, my guy, Mike Patton. Check out the show too with the AFC South YouTube audio platforms as well. So I got Ryan Harris at the Jump Pass. Same thing. He just got a new logo as well. Fresh shout out to him and the Titan Upload Network as well. And those guys. February wait, fade away. Shout out to tune in as well. Darren, oh. Tyler, check that, check them out. Live on Sunday mornings at 9 Central and Mercy Pods after every Warriors playoff game. So check them out. I'm pretty yes. sure I missed it last night. But I'm pretty sure they had some spicy. T- <laughs> pretty sure that was pretty spicy. Tasty on there. Tasty, yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> After that game, yeah, like I said, good show. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. As well, y'all know the boys next real. week to be on. <laughs> <laughs> My boys, hopefully, hopefully they still able to keep going to the next round. <laughs> Yeah, hey, shout out we're, to <laughs> record again. We'll it'll be next round. So <laughs> but yeah, y'all, have, y'all have three hardaway next week. Of course, y'all had the show earlier. Shout out three hardaway, tell Sheedy, Savage. Every Sunday is about 1 p.m. Central. Also, remember to download Betstamp, support us, sponsor Betstamp, download the app on your devices. Like I said, I get a code or our code is LBR. I get a link to send out to especially our special guests and people that mess with us to Give even more uh, discounts and specials on it, on it. As well, always listen. Follow us on YouTube and any podcasting platform on Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, you name it. And LBR underscore media on Twitter, TikTok, IG, and Facebook, as well as me on Twitter. And I guess I got to get back on Instagram now at the one, D-A-O-N-E underscore P-Shark. Yeah, if you can't see it, it's under there. I'm at the Art of Trevor. Uh, of is a preposition, so don't capitalize it. It's really shitty. That's all I got for you, big fella. At Tab Shakir. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. God bless y'all. Go, Kevin Durant. All right. Until next time. Don't forget our fifth right. member who couldn't be on today. Follow uh, our guy, Skyly, at underscore Skylito. He's right, also closing the pool. He's also closing the pool as well. Close, close yes. that pool. Get, it, get these kids out of here. <laughs> Until next time. Peace.